And welcome to Wednesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com with you today. Thanking you for joining us. Let's get right to the headlines. Busy 24 hours and more coming up later on today. Number one, the Budget Tail Inn has closed in Cartersville. Nearly 200 guests have been evicted. We'll have more on this story throughout the day. Apparently, there are some health violations in play here. Good news today for local businesses. Number one, the season events has celebrated its opening in Cartersville. Holly and Ray have a success on their hands here in Rome on Glen Milner, and now they're branching out. Also, a ribbon cutting was held Tuesday in Tryon for the $19 million Dixie Specialty Fibers that will bring 100 new jobs to that community. And don't be surprised to see a familiar name open up a new restaurant on Broad Street. That's the word we're hearing right now. Work is underway on a facility. We should have more on this later on today. Update on advanced voting. Not much to talk about here. 39 people voted in advance on Tuesday at the health department. If you're keeping score, that's 70 in two days so far, less than half of 1% of the registered voters in the city of Rome. Also yesterday, the elections board did okay. Weekend voting set for October 26th and 27th at the Civic Center. A second advance voting location also is being discussed. Our advice, keep an eye on this one. More, by the way, in our peaks and valleys coming up in just a minute. Also, the State Patrol reports a 45-year-old man from Polk County died early Tuesday after being struck while walking near Cedartown High School. Lynn Rousseau has returned as executive director of the Hospitality House for Women. She's got a busy month ahead, including a vigil Thursday night and, of course, the walk a mile in her shoes on Friday, October 25th. South Rome Redevelopment is hosting a goal update and information session, as well as a tour of the Learning Center on Friday. We have details how you can take part. Early start there, by the way, 8 a.m. Also, Barry College has named a new director for its Center for Student Enterprise. Our daily features today from Buzz, One Book, Many Voices is coming together for October 22nd. More on early voting. More rain in the forecast. Not that much, though. Today, high of 70, low of 42. Obituaries this morning, we say farewell to Mr. Early Clowers and Mr. David Crawford. Public health restaurant inspection scores are back from the three-day weekend. And Greater Community Bank Crime Watch Report, we have updates from Bartow, Floyd, and Polk counties. The Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report for the morning. The Barry Vikings hold at number seven in the coaches' football poll. They're also number seven in the D3 poll. State playoffs for volleyball starts on Saturday. All four county high school teams are involved. Atlanta United's first home game in the MLS playoffs is this Saturday. We have John McClellan's high school picks for this coming Friday night. Barry College is at Birmingham Southern on Saturday evening. Shorter plays at Barron Stadium versus North Greenville. It's homecoming for the Hawks, by the way. And the Falcons, the next home game is this coming Sunday, 1 p.m. L.A. Rams are in town. All right, peaks and valleys. How about the highs and lows of northwest Georgia for today? We'll start with a peak to a possible breakthrough with the weekend voting in the city commission elections. The elections board, as well as city and county attorneys, have been looking for ways to fix one of the big fumbles in this year battling. Uh, likewise, there's talk of a second, more convenient advanced voting location as well. We keep repeating this. This one isn't over. In fact, we have more. How about a valley? Call us conspiracy theorists, but we're still befuddled by the whole weekend voting issue, the lack of traditional space for advanced voting, and just a very different attitude about this election cycle from the disqualification of two candidates 
to the third world slam and then all the resulting garbage from that. We just don't believe all of this is by coincidence. One more valley to the early turnout so far in advanced voting. All of 70 people have voted at the public health department in the last two days. That's less than half of 1% of the number of people registered to vote in city elections. We agree it ain't the best location because of access and public transit issues, but still it is an election and you are deciding the city's course upwards for the next four years. Peek to the crowd of 30 to 40 who assembled at Tuesday's election board's meeting to learn more about weekend voting and advanced voting locations. It might have been a record for that sort of a meeting, and thanks especially to the League of Women Voters who have been vigilant on this matter and others. More important, it has a yet another example of community involvement somewhat similar to what we saw in Somerville Park, as well as the fumble involving urban camping and what the homeless community had to say about that. Peak to the groundbreaking for the new Pepperell Middle School. We know school attendance is in flux in some of the county schools, but that old campus just had to go. Look for a January 2021 opening for the new Pepperell Middle School. Peak to the Barry College Vikings, their 20th consecutive home win at Valhalla Stadium. It came during Saturday's game versus Hendricks. The Vikings are on the road this week. A peak and a valley to the 50th anniversary of I-285. Yes, it has been a boom for Metro Atlanta, but the traffic remains awful almost any time of day. We wouldn't be surprised if some of the first motorists on the highway from 1969 are just now completing their first lap around that 64-mile loop. Peak to the John Wisdom Wagon Train finale set for this coming Saturday. The celebration of the South's own Paul Revere is ending after Saturday's 40th edition. We saw only one of the parades in our 17 years here so far. Still, we hate to see a piece of history lose its lone day in the spotlight. Valleyton news that Howard Gibson has left the city building department. He was and is a legend among the trade and in City Hall. We hear he's joined the Housing Authority. If this keeps up, we'll start posting a running total of the exodus from City Hall and city employment. It reminds us of the exodus also from the shorter sports program in recent years. And finally, a valley to Mother Nature. This return of the rain has clocked less than half an inch of rain in northwest Georgia in the last 12 hours. We were told maybe an inch, an inch and a half. All we can say is this, please send more. This is the Hometown Headlines Newscaster Wednesday. John Druckermiller thanking you for joining us. As always, we open and close with the soundful stylings from Harry Musselwhite and his rendition of Funky Druck. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.